If you have to play Black Sabbath backwards to summon a demon, you're playing it wrong. And welcome to episode 8, season 2 of Playing It Wrong. I'm your humble host with my live studio audience of two dogs who just got done with a nap who decided it's time to for another nap. I almost didn't do this episode because I'm just not feeling it today, but I will do my best to entertain you, or at least enlighten. Well, probably entertain, make you laugh, and think, what a dumbass. But hey, I'm out here. Alright, first up, guess what? We've got a call-in from none other than Ivy the Happy Whisk. Take it away, Ivy. Hey, it's Whisk. I heard that Google G- Gmail going away too. I'm not sure what time or what date, but I heard Gmail and Hangouts and G+. So, don't know if that's all the way true. That's just the rumor I hear. Whisk out. Well, you're sort of right. Yes, Google Plus is going away very, very, very soon. And from what I've seen online, Google Hangouts will go away in 2020. Golly knows what all the streamers and everybody else is going to do without it. Um, But Gmail isn't going away. Apparently Google has a different app called Google Inbox, which is going away. But as far as I know, Google... And this is why I shouldn't have done this today. Gmail should still be hanging around. Hopefully, because that's where I get all my frickin' email... But Google's always being cagey about what they're what uh, apps that people enjoy using that they're going to kill because I don't know. Anyway, this podcast isn't about technology. I for the wrong person to talk about that. It's about gaming. What did we have last week in gaming? Well, it was the Labyrinth Lord game, and the player characters finally delved into the caves of chaos as part of the uh, Keep on the Borderlands. Unfortunately, they approached the caves from the south, so they went just to the closest cave, which means they started up a little higher level, a little tougher than they should have. Fortunately, they didn't go down one door, which would have ended in probably a TPK. But they fought a bunch of gnolls, and they got their butts handed to them more than once with uh, the more modern idea of let's sit it out and keep hacking till we win. <coughs> Trust me, they were close a couple times on TPKs just against Knowles, which are two hit die, and they're still only first level. Uh, followed by, oh, so it was not really that exciting of a session, so I'm not going to say that much about it, other than they're almost, well, the, the Bard, using the Thief XP table, is almost to second level. The others are plugging along. Um, yes, it's a homebrew bard. It's on the blog. Visit the blog. They may have a gazebos.blog. So I'm not really doing a session summary because nothing really cool happened that uh, that uh, session. It was just kind of pretty much kick indoor, hope the monsters don't kill us. Uh, which I would be boring. So what is this episode going to be about? Well, it's about getting back to the basics. Not like basic edition. More of like the basics of when that old-school renaissance, revival, revolt, whatever you want to call it, started with the happiness of the blogs where, you know, we were all like a bunch of old blue-haired grandmothers exchanging recipes on little index cards. It's just we were doing it through the Internet. There wasn't lots of... There wasn't lots of cesspool, we'll just put it that way. There was just, here's a monster, here's a magic item, here's a class, here's a location, here's a little mini-dungeon, here's something. Here's a table. Here's a chart. Here's a map. People were busy making stuff. And I see more traction on well, I see less traction on stuff 
than I do on other things. That's a polite way of putting it. With that in mind, I want to throw this out there as a little challenge to anybody who's listening. Make your own damn retro clone. That's right, just make your own clone. You're doing it anyway. You've got all your house rules. Most people have copies of probably Swords and Wizardry, their original Holmes or Moldvay or Cook or Metzner versions. They've got their little brown books. They've got Swords and Wizardry or Basic Fantasy, Labyrinth Lord, or any one of those. They've got those hanging around. But they're taking ideas from each one and kind of mixing them, matching them, putting them together, making their own game. Make your own game and tell people about it. That's my challenge to you people. Go out, make your own game, and tell people about it. <coughs> yes, it's going to be derivative, I know. But hey, you know, it's not rocket science. Make the things you enjoy and then share it. That's what we need to do more of. So that is my crazy rant and throwing it out to the ears for anyone who's listening or who hears it and says, hey, that's a cool idea. I'd like to share it so, and spread the word of. I don't know, make your own damn game challenge. I mean, heck, for this Labyrinth Lord game, my main resource at the table is not actually the Labyrinth Lord book, but uh, Gavin Norman's uh, BX Essentials books. I've got the monsters, I've got the adventures, and I've got the spell book. I didn't get the classes or equipment because, eh, call me cheap, call me lazy, I don't know, call me anything. But whatever you do, don't call me late for dinner. And don't call me Shirley. What's up next? Why, I'm still delving into the tome. Well, actually, the PDF that is a tome of Swihander. Why, well, I kind of, you know, did last week's delve into trying to figure it out and thought about it a little more, kind of threw it away the side. Then, well, yesterday and today, I went back to reading through it and trying to figure it out again. I think my biggest problem is, one, that it's in the PDF version, and two, I have to learn more acronyms than I did when I joined the Army. As I'm slowly digesting it, I'm kind of filing out my brain in two different uh, categories. Parts I like, parts I don't like, and parts I don't understand. And the parts I don't understand is a really big file. But I really liked and like the holdover from Warhammer Fantasy of the... Uh, professions and building up to a more, well, what you want to say, a usual class. A bit like DCC, but I'm really liking that. <coughs> and the way the skull templates work and the progression that way works. I'm also liking how magic is a lot more dangerous than it is in standard D&D. And sometimes and in, in combat is much more deadly. I was looking at combat in 200 and I actually started thinking of the Savage Worlds combat system with exploding dice, especially for damage, even though it's a very pulpy game, it kind of has the same feel in my own little brain. <coughs> so, I'm playing around with that, and I might go back and revisit it again and talk again with the, with the group, maybe Twyander, maybe, once again, back to Kit Bash and RuneQuest to make some weird hybrid of the two, or I said I wouldn't do it for a d20 based game but you know maybe i will but like i said that'd have to it'd, it'd be almost a conversion which eh, i don't know it's it's fun to play other games and there's another rant here another rant here more ranting it's good to play other games that helps you play the games you like even better now i'm not saying the other games are games you don't like so don't play games you don't like but just play games you're not used to that you may like 
that may be all a little out of your wheelhouse, either be a genre or a rule set or whatever, go outside, the color outside the lines every once in a while just to change things up, keep things interesting. And I am so getting dirty looks from the dogs right now. What do you want? What do you want, little girl? Hmm? Anyway. Dirty looks and raised ears, that's it. And I should make a note to myself to start writing more detailed notes about these podcasts so they come off less rambly and more like I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I admit sometimes I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I talk about it anyway, which I guess I learned from the internet. It's, you know, the thing you talk about what you don't know about. Anyway, let's move on to a reading from the Little Brown Book. This is probably going to be very another short episode this week because I ain't feeling it. I ain't even started my taxes, and I have 18 million other things to do. So we are still on Volume 1 of the Little Brown Book's Men and Magic, and we have worked up to cleric spells. This episode, we're going to talk about spells 3 and 4 because there are only four third-level spells for clerics in the Little Brown Book. That's right, only four. <coughs> And guess what? We have Remove remove Curse, which it has the most annoying thing again. The spell is the same as that for magic users. Eh. Cure Disease. Well, that's good. Locate Object, which is also the same as magic users, except that the base range is 9 inches. (sighs) So, so far, and Continue Light, which is also the same as a magic except that the light shade is equal to full daylight, which makes some undead very, very mad. So out of the four spells for third level, three of them are basically the same as magic user spells. It's almost like they weren't even trying. Ah, fourth level. All the way up to fourth level before you finally get to neutralize poison. Yay. Of course, I just have a note because apparently this was an argument early on because if you cure the poison, the character is still dead. The duration is one turn, which I don't know what exactly that means. Hmm. Cure Serious. It's like Cure Light, but better. It's the new improved cure spell. <coughs> Protection of Evil. Same as that for the magic user. Again. Come on. Give clerics at least interesting spells, but this was the early days. They got them, anyway. Turn sticks to snakes, just like Moses. Anytime there are sticks nearby, a cleric may turn them into snakes, with a 50% chance that they will be poisonous. From 2 to 16, snakes can be conjured. Roll 2 at 8-sided dice. That was one thing in a lot of the old games, where if you look at the rules, they wouldn't say roll 2d8, they would tell 2 to 16, or some other just the number range, and you had to kind of figure out what dice to roll. Uh, what else does it do? <clears throat> the cleric can command these summon stakes to perform as he orders. Well, they're still snakes. <laughs> Talk to plants. Once again, there were no druids, but hey. But then again, plants so spoken to will obey the commands of the cleric. Well, unless it's animated, What's it going to do? So I suppose it's good with plant monsters, but we haven't gotten to the monster book yet. But let's face it, I command the uh, apple tree to ripen. Uh, Create water. I do that every time I drink beer. But not sufficient for a party of a dozen men and horses for one day. And doubles every level above eighth. So, you know, 
the magic user is blowing stuff up, and the cleric can talk to snakes. I'm sorry, talk to plants. Yeah. Well, it'll work with ants. Okay. So that, that could be interesting. You can command ants. I just, you know... Grow, damn it! Grow! Ah. So, we're almost done with our commentary on the Little Brown Books. That means next episode we should finish up Volume 1 with the last of the clerical spells, plus the extra couple pages that are in that book. And then we'll move on to the next one. Exciting, huh? I hope you're enjoying this. You know, it's a little snarky comments, but what the hell. Well, like I say on the blog on the blurb, I ain't no scholar, I ain't no academic, I'm just a guy. And with that, I still have taxes to do, editing to do, writing to do, blogging to do, piles of minis to paint. Oh, however, if you remember back from last episode, or two episodes ago, when I talked about the uh, Labyrinth Lord game and how they took a quest to uh, rid and e cleanse an evil temple, I've got the temple written. <laughs> Hopefully, they're not going to be totally stupid, because there's a couple parts in there. Yeah, they can... They can kill themselves real easy, being stupid. I know my players. One of them is going to be stupid. Bad things are going to happen. I, I'm not going to give too much when I, until I do the summary of what happens when they get there. Which might happen after they get back, after they get their pockets full in the caves of chaos and go back to town and finally lick their wounds. Um, they might go running back as soon as that NPC cleric bites the big one, who is doing a very good job of pretty much standing back and going, I ain't doing crap, I'm just getting paid, you're going to bill when I get back to town. Alright, with that, hey, visit the blog at theymightbegazebos.blog, find the Facebook group, maybe I should do something on MeWe, I still haven't got anything done on the damn Patreon, I don't know if I'm even going to do it or not. There, find the Facebook group. You know that drill. I say it every episode. And I'm going to say this every episode. Roll dice. Kill monsters. Take their stuff. Have fun. We need more fun. Less cesspool. Alright?